You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today we're talking about home organization and home disorganization. (laughs) We'll both share home organization systems that are working for us, plus aspects of our homes or home life where we need help. This is a second installment of a similar and very popular episode that we did back in January of 2019 called Organization That Works, and we'll link to that episode in the show notes. So let's just go back and forth and each share two home organization systems that are working for us. Let's start with the wins. Okay. So for us right now, I feel like we have finally gotten to a good groove with the girls' chores, like the girls' managing of themselves, because it changed a lot when we were not in school. Like, so now, you know, usually I would have kind of maybe a list of a couple things for them to do when they got home from school. And we weren't great about like an allowance, like being consistent with that. I had a hard time figuring out like, okay, how do I give them an allowance while also making it clear that this is just these are just things you do to live here as a human <laughs> yes. and contribute. Tell me more be- because we have both an allowance system that works okay, but I wouldn't even call it a chore system. And as- I have aspirations okay. of incorporating chores. So tell me what is working. Well, we this has come to us with some struggle because that was working until it changed the whole way we lived. And it was like, okay, well now what? So here's what we have found right. is working. Um, The girls are involved in some kind of home reset chores every day, which is a double-edged sort of loveliness because they have a responsibility that they know is just theirs. They do not get paid for that. That is just an everyday thing. So it involves, these are like very specific. It involves resetting the couches. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like fluffing the cushions, getting all the blankets off the floor, you know, karate chopping the pillows and putting them up where they belong because a room looks a lot cleaner when the couch is like tidy so oh we have if you just do that that makes such a difference seriously and and usually it's admittedly from me and jeremiah like lounging on them watching tv the night before but they just know in the morning they get up they get their breakfast that is something they have to do and they unload the dishwasher so usually there's a clean Mm -hmm. load in from running you know the night before and we just kind of save that for them and so they get the dishwasher all unloaded the things that they can't reach they just put on the counter like you know below where they go i I was i was gonna ask yeah um but that is super helpful even like literally just those little bodies bending over to do the silverware drawer (laughs) is so helpful to not have to start your day that way so they know that they need to do those two things every morning and then they get to play outside before we start homeschool so that is it's a okay it's a good thing to give them something to do to fill that transition time when otherwise they would be like probably naughty you know what I mean that's those are the naughty times of day when there's not something specific for them to do so they do that while Jeremiah and I Mm kind of get our day started um they also put away their own laundry on Sundays and I recently got laundry pods so they are able to do their own laundry fully Whoa. Because there's no pouring. What's a laundry pod? Is you know, it like, like a little, little Tide pod? Yeah. I mean, ours are like these okay. little clean ones that are supposed to be, I have to say, I do like a little chemicals in my clothes cleaning because I want <laughs> I want my clothes to smell really clean. And these are a little too clean yeah. 
in terms of ingredients okay. for me. So I do think a little too environmentally friendly. Yeah, I think that they're at the age and we had a big um, talk about how you do not squish these, no matter how fun they look to squish, right. you do not put them in your mouth. Right. Like I think they're at the age at seven and nine right. where they can, they can safely do that. So yeah. those are down low where they can reach. They pop a couple of those in and they know how to do all of their own laundry. So they do it on Saturday and then they have to have it folded by like Sunday before they do anything extra fun. So they fold it and put away. Julia hates that and fights it every single weekend. Lest you think, lest you think they do this all willingly. Okay. No, Julia absolutely hates folding and putting her clothes away, but she's really good at it. So so what, what does that look like then at the end on Sunday when she's putting away, she has poorly folded clothes, but she just shoves them in anyway. No, she does a really good outcome of this. She does a really good job at it. She just takes a really long, sulky, pouty time to do it. Okay. And she and has been good at this, stuff, but she yeah. eventually does it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that we've kind of stuck to. She just doesn't like doing this chore, but she's actually perfectly capable and really good at it. So <laughs> okay. she just, so I've tried to help her. What, what has worked with her is to set a timer be like, okay, work for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. then take a five minute break. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. often she will just be like, well, I only have my dresses to hang up. So I'm just going to do it real quick. So just like us, I mm-hmm. need the same thing to do chores sometimes. Okay. But they do that on a Sunday. And then Saturday, this sounds like a lot, but I'm just telling you it's like all working through a system throughout the week. So then Saturday, okay. they have a, they have set weekend chores, which are cleaning their own bathroom, which it doesn't get, mm-hmm. you know, it's not super clean. We're talking Clorox okay. wipes. There's a wipe down. There's a wipe down happening. Cleaning their own bathroom and like changing their fresh towels and whatever. Tidying up and vacuuming their rooms and cleaning up the dog poop in the backyard. And for that, okay. they get $5 because that's kind of above and beyond mm. their daily. That's kind of okay. how we've described it is like those chores and those chores have to be done after sort of Saturday morning breakfast before we go mm-hmm. play outside, before we're on a Do video anything. game. Yeah. So that okay. I feel like is working really, really well. It's a good, com- mm-hmm. I have, I feel like it's a good combination of you have daily things that you're just expected to do as part of the household and Right. Kind of pain points for us, honestly, that aren't that big of a deal for them to do. Like they kind of like fixing Mm. the couches because they jump around on the cushions and Uh smash the pillows. Uh And you know what I mean? But it really makes a big difference to me and Jeremiah. So that is working really good so far. Okay. Okay. So my first system that is working is my clothes. This is not anyone else's clothes, but the clothes that I have fully control over are working great. That's awesome because mine am... is the opposite. Like you said, you're feeling the opposite oh, no. way about chores. I'm feeling the opposite. So do do tell. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we can help. We can help each mm-hmm. other out. So I think first of all, just my minimal tendencies make it such that I am pretty good about limiting my clothes to only the things I really love and actually wear. Mm-hmm. And I really prefer to have a more simplified wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So I just like having fewer things. So that gives me just fewer clothes to manage. And then I have a good system of rotating out clothes seasonally, which here we have a warm season and a cool season. So it's nice. It's just like two different sets of clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, And I keep the out of season clothes folded up in kind of a a big flat bin under our bed where we have some room and then it's hidden away. So anyway, that is just working really well overall. I guess I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's pretty simple and straightforward, but it's it's just a small aspect. It is a small aspect of my home organization that is working well. That's awesome. Well, that's good. You've, and you've talked about that on some other episodes. So that's good to know that it's holding up for you. 
Yes. And I will say another thing that I do is during the cool season, I will bring like a couple of jackets that I wear and hang them in my closet. But then when it's the warm season, I'll go put those like in our front hall closet way in the back. So then it's like not even cluttering up my closet. Oh, okay. That's another like, like visually simple thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. What else? Okay. What else is working for me? Um, I asked, I was joking with you. I asked Jeremiah about this, like, Hey, what's an organizational system in our, cause I think sometimes we think about the ones that aren't working yes. as, as a pain point, And we almost don't even think about if, if it's working by definition, that means we don't think about it very much. But he said, right. he said, I don't know the silverware drawer. And I was like, well, I mean, that's like self-organizing. And he goes, he goes, no, but like even the utensil drawer, there's a couple drawers I have gotten some of those bamboo organizers for that are like expandable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I just recently got like a knife one for inside the drawer because all of our knives were Mm -hmm. in a certain drawer, but they were all touching each other all the time and like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not the safest to reach in. And also they get dulled that way. So I, but I wanted them in a drawer. I didn't want them on the cab on the countertop. So I recently got a bamboo like flat knife block for all of the sharp knives and that's got its own drawer and we keep anything that is sharp in there. So like scissors, kitchen scissors, mm. the can opener, anything that involves cutting Ooh, I like that. is kind of the in that drawer. drawer. Yeah. So it just kind of helps. Um, I don't know. It helps just the flow of the kitchen a little bit. And those are really easy to put things away, really easy to keep organized and really easy mm-hmm. to know where things are. Even when other people are cooking in the kitchen, it feels like it makes sense. So that is, that is working good. And those bamboo organizers really are nicer than like a plastic situation. So, yeah, I think that, you know, uh, advice you hear a lot of times is in terms of organizing, don't go out and the first step, like buy the fancy organizers. First, you need to kind of declutter, see what you have, make sure you have the right things. Mm -hmm. But then once you have the things that you want to keep and organize, I do actually think having the nice, well-made organizer just does help. It holds up better and then it looks prettier too. And that just makes you want to keep it organized. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that sounds really nice. Okay, my next system that is working really well is our garage organization. And I have to give lots of credit to Chris because he has spent some time really making this work over the last few months. So we have a two-car garage with no really extra room for storage cabinets, things like that. We have one car, so we park our car in there, but then we have lots of bikes. Chris has a workbench over on the side, and then we do have a rack of storage for, you know, some seasonal stuff, some outdoor sports stuff like that. So I feel like we have made a good use of the space, but it is just, you know, still not Mm -hmm. a big garage. And so Chris bought a couple of these really big shelves that hang from the ceiling, Mm -hmm. you know, that are like the the wire mesh and heavy duty. Mm -hmm. And we had two of those installed. And so now that just cleared up all this extra storage space where we've got the camping stuff up there, the seasonal decor. We're even going to start putting the couple of big Lego bins that Mm. sometimes we would shove into our attic, which here we don't have like finished attics. So it's just kind of a weird like crawl space. Manhole yeah. into the ceiling and you shove stuff onto the rafters. <laughs> um, and so anyway, that is just really helping. I love being able to park our car in our garage and yeah, he's just made his workbench all tidy. So anyway, just 
getting that additional storage space. Yeah. And then I think too, it prompted us to go through things, yeah. you know, and open up these bins and be like, why do we even have this stuff? Right. So that felt pretty satisfying. I like that. Okay, I think we're going to have maybe even more to say about this topic. Let's talk about our home disorganization. What is not working in your home lately in terms of organization? And maybe let's even see if we can brainstorm and help each other out with some solutions. Give me your first one. All right, so this is a a general thing I have to say about this as we were chatting about this like before we started recording is we are just using our living in our homes and using our homes so differently than we were a year ago. And I think that then the systems that you put in place based on how you're living may completely not be working anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So for us, one pain point, funny enough that you mentioned this is um, garage kid toy organization. So, so this is what we have going on. It's kind of hard to picture. Okay. So we have a four car garage, but it's tandem. Mm-hmm. So we have like two and then like two spots in front of it. So the spots closest to the house, you know, we park our cars in the furthest out spots, obviously. And then the spots mm-hmm. closest to the house have really, it's really been nice because on the left, when we have like a beverage refrigerator out there and Jeremiah's workbench in the corner. And then we also have created quite a nice little home gym on the left. And so okay. that area is great. It feels very functional. Um, that was like our pandemic gym (laughs) situation, Mm -hmm. but it's actually really convenient and nice. And so that's great on the right quadrant. So we have like one (laughs) quadrant of our garage that is not working. There is some shelving, like heavy duty shelving. That is great. But then we have like all four of our bikes. Mm-hmm. The girls have a hoverboard and a skateboard and a scooter mm-hmm. and their helmets mm-hmm. and their roller skates. And it feels gotcha. like there's not a great storage s- solution for these like wheeled toys. Yes. They have agreed. a lot of wheeled toys that just kind of end up in a big pile of wheeled yes. toys in that little yes. quadrant. And then the thing about that that is hard is that there is some like good storage on those shelves along that wall for like... um you know, basketballs and, Mm -hmm. and camping chairs that we sometimes pull out in the driveway or whatever, but there's always bikes or scooters in the way. Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword of they're not neatly put away. And they also make the things that are neatly put away a difficult thing to get to. So, yes. Yes. Okay. I don't have a a full visual. Like I haven't seen a picture of this, but we, I mean, we have a similar thing where we have four bikes and the boys bikes are getting, you know, close to adult size. And yeah, it's just really big. Even when they're parked all like lined up, it still just Mm -hmm. feels like a lot of visual clutter and you can't get by it easily if you need to. Well, and the other thing Um, I will say is we, we have tried on the wall having some like mounted, at least for me and Jeremiah's bikes, but there's not a lot of like sideways room. So we end up like kind of scraping into the car and then also, For the girls, we do want those things to be like accessible for them to just like park in and out on their own. It's almost like we need like a little, what we've talked about getting is kind of like a mini bike rack that kind of, I was going to say maybe like lines up like a heavy duty metal, something that kind of lines up maybe in front of where I park my car. And then they, everybody's Mm -hmm. bikes have like a slot and the scooters have a slot. And then at least it would be like orderly. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what we've talked about too. Chris has talked about buying or making something where, yeah, every bike has a particular spot where it goes into just, 
at least if they're still all going to be on the ground, at least they're lined up and Mm -hmm. the least obtrusive that they could be. And what about these hoverboards? Can they somehow be Uh. like leaned up on the wall or have a spot? I feel like that would just be something that could just clutter up the ground and like trip over. Yeah, because they have to charge too. So they end up charging them like on the side of one of the cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and roller skates. I do feel like we need maybe some sort oh, of yes. bin or something. Yes. So that's what I'm that's what I'm feeling. Maybe the roller skates could be in there and maybe the hoverboard could be in there, but still attached to right. like charging. Right. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. How motivated do you feel to address this? I mean, clearly it bothers you, but do you have the bandwidth to even address it? Or do you think you could assign Jeremiah to be like, okay, spend whatever you need. Just like make this work. Yeah. I do think I need to assign it to him and just, we've mm-hmm. talked about it, but we haven't just been like, okay, for real, when is this happening right. on the list? Right. Like, what have you found for a bike rack or something? Because it does, it bothers me to a point. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's one of those that's just like something you walk by and you're annoyed every time. Exactly. But not yes. to it, not to the point where it affects your daily functioning enough. Right. <laughs> but it does bother me that I feel like they're crashing around their like nice bikes and you uh-huh. know what I mean? Just not treating yes. it like respectfully and like it's kind right. of a big pile of toys and I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So... Okay, well, my first organization that is doesn't feel like it's working optimally, and this does affect me on a daily basis, are our kitchen cabinets. Mm. Um, they are not horrible, but I would say we have we have a medium amount of storage in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible, but we don't have ample storage, and also the storage that we have, we have big deep cabinets. And some of them have this ridiculous, really shallow shelf, but like in the back. So you have to like crouch down, reach way back in there. It's so unfunctional. We don't have any kind of roll out shelves. We, we don't have tons of, you know, big deep drawers Mm -hmm. that are more popular and functional nowadays. And so it just all kind of feels like a mess. I think another thing contributing is we need to update some of our cookware. We have these baking pans that Chris got a while ago because he wanted he he wanted to get away from nonstick pans. So he got these like bigger, heavier, like earthware pans, but they don't stack well. Mm. They're super heavy. I just am finding them to be really problematic, mm-hmm. especially I f- I'm finding with all of our baking pans, they're just in a big jumble in this one narrow, deep cabinet. Mm. And every time I have to extract something out of there, it just enrages me. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> cacophony of like loud, yes. annoying sounds. Yes. So I will say what I think will address this is we have decided that we we want to do a kitchen renovation. Mm-hmm. And so that is going to be the answer. Right. But just because of the pandemic, I have been hesitant to just, it just all feels very overwhelming to have like people come in and assess the situation right. to potentially have people come in working in our house for weeks on end. Especially so with it, the kitchen. It's like such a central. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it just, it kind of feels like it has to be on pause right now, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel worth it to invest in a lot of 
um, organization things right now because I know we're going to change it. So that just feels a little tricky. I will also say our pantry, which would be part of the improvements in our kitchen. It is this like half door size. I've never seen a tinier door in my life (laughs) and it opens into this narrow, deep bank of shelves. Isn't that the worst combination? Narrow and deep. (laughs) It's so terrible. And the thing is the shelves extend beyond the door frame. So you couldn't get roll out shelves unless you'd lose like a quarter of the shelf space. mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So it is just, it's, it's just such a mess. And it is one of those things where we'll organize the pantry and we can get it to work, but it just all falls apart so quickly. Yeah. And then Chris, especially, it just enrages him and it'll just be like, ah, because it's not, it's not like manageable to keep it up when it's not set up the right way. Exactly. There's just only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. It's just so unfunctional. So anyway, I hope within the next year that change is coming. And I mean, we just, we cook so much, you know, you're in the kitchen yeah. every single day. Yeah. And, um, if we can just have a well functioning organized kitchen, it will bring me daily joy. Yeah. Oh, totally. Do you think, okay, let, maybe you've already thought of this, but have you, could you maybe work mm-hmm. out with your parents to almost move into their kind of second home that they have here while the the bulk of the renovation is happening if you do sooner yes we have talked with them about that they are totally fine with that i think i've just been a little bit held up their house is a two bedroom oh okay and so it's a little tricky i think maybe once mave is sleeping just she, her sleep has come a long way and she's waking up usually only once or twice mm-hmm. but I just need her to get like sleeping much more solidly before it feels like she can share a room with us or share a room with the boys. Totally. Um, So that's a little bit of the holdup. See, isn't this, this is a good point though. Isn't this the thing right now with organization Mm -hmm. in general, really you it's, it becomes this like domino effect of like, well, we could take care of it this way, but we're going to get a renovation. So why would we invest Mm -hmm. in that? Well, we can't do the renovation yet because pandemic (laughs) and where are we going to live while we do that? And we could live in my parents' house, but Maeve has to be a better sleeper. It's like (laughs) we get on these and right now there's just so much more of that. Like, Yes. This contributes to this. And now I need to work in this space that was not normally a workspace and all Mm -hmm. of these things. So it's just really, it's kind of interesting to think about how that's all playing out for everybody. Yes. And it's suddenly a thing that you really, you really want to address suddenly feels overwhelming. Chris Mm -hmm. will bring it up. You know, let's get started on the kitchen renovation. Then I'm like, well, this and this and this, and I just can't even deal with Mm -hmm. it right now, even as much as I want it. So yeah, the logistics of everything are just so much more challenging right now. I get it. Yes. Okay. Tell me about your next home disorganization. Okay. The next one is laundry and I'm so sad about it. Oh no. Because this is usually just a place where you shine. I'm telling you. And the girl's laundry is is ticking right along. Yes. Okay. What is going on then? We can, we can fix this. We do. We do need to fix this. Okay. I think what it is, is I think in my head that I have so much time and it's so easy Mm -hmm. to do the laundry because I'm, I'm even like our laundry is upstairs. The girls Mm -hmm. playroom slash homeschool room is upstairs. And then my bedroom is right next to that. So I can even have them working on something and then like fold a load of laundry, you know? Yeah. So I think in my head, because of that supposed ease, I haven't like scheduled laundry time Mm. and then it still piles up. And then this is the kicker that kills me. And maybe people are going to be like, shut up. You have a husband who wants to help with that. He (laughs) wants to be so helpful with the laundry, but he hates putting it away. 
He's like Julia. So he will start multiple loads of laundry. And then they are like sitting there waiting for me to put away. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't, don't do it unless you're going to follow all the way through with it. Right. Because now this is a thing that is lingering over my head that feels like a bigger project than if Mm -hmm. I was just in charge of it. And maybe I didn't do it one day, but I did two loads the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So I aspire for it to be a, like a daily thing during the week where I just put a load in and do it start to finish and put it away. Yeah. Because I also just don't like how clothes get a lot less fresh the longer they sit. Mm-hmm. A lot more wrinkled, obviously. I'm only doing ours and like the other household linens. I'm not even doing the girls. Right. So it just feels like this thing that should be easy, but because it is should be so easy, I haven't like, I don't have an actual system. Like, when are you starting it? Right. When are you actually folding it? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me start there. Let Tell me when in your day do you have that time to start it, to move it, and to actually fold all it? All day. That's the problem. All <laughs> Literally day. Literally all day. Technically all day I have that time. So when, then, when do you think is most ideal then? Probably what would be ideal for me is if I got myself going and dressed in the morning, got the girls started with some morning work that they always do independently, and then like made my bed and started a load of laundry. That would probably be ideal if I stuck to that. Okay. But that also requires me getting up a little earlier than I have been lately because I've been fudging with the winter months and the dark mornings and just like kind of getting myself ready while the girls do morning work instead of being ready to start the day. So I think that really when when I troubleshoot, that is probably the problem. Gotcha. Okay. Let me bring up this tip. And I believe this was a tip from maybe one of our listeners that just is so simple, but kind of blew my mind. And that was, I think she said that the night before she would put the laundry in the washer Mm -hmm. and you have the little pod so you can even throw Mm -hmm. that pod in there or measure out the soap and have it sitting by there. So I, and then in the morning, all you do is hit start. It's already all set the dial. You just push start because I think that maybe we always think we have this more time in the morning, but we wake up a little later. We're trying to get ready. We're trying to get something to eat. And it actually does take a little bit more to even just say what laundry needs to be washed. Let me gather it. Let me bring it over. Eliminate all of that. And instead, on your way down to get your breakfast or whatever, stop by the laundry room, hit start. Yes. Then when you have that first break and get the girls going, you switch it over. There you go. Instead of getting it started, now you're already a step ahead. I like this. And then the next break, you're folding. I even think my laundry, I think my washing machine might even have a delayed start situation where I could like... There you go. Set it all up to start at you know, 8 a.m. or whatever it is. Yes. Okay. This is this. You are so right because that is half the battle sometimes is gathering up the laundry that you want to do. Maybe some of it's on the floor, some of it's, you know, or you have to think about like, oh, what, what needs washing the most today? What load? But getting that all decided the night before, much like a packed lunch. (laughs) Exactly. I like it. Okay, I'm going to try that this week. Do you feel like your laundry is going good? How is my laundry going? I actually feel like laundry is going pretty well. And that is 
like the one thing that I have felt like has made me feel like my life is not just completely coming apart. There, there was this time where we would just get so backed up and have all these, you know, piles of clean laundry. And then like we got on top of it and I have started, I just tried to do a load a day. Okay. And it's like the first thing in the morning, I love the idea of setting it up the night before. So I should even take my own advice and start doing that. But yes, I could get a load going, switch it over. And then maybe in the afternoon, like folding laundry is something that sometimes I can do with Maeve will entertain herself Mm -hmm. enough in our room for, you know, 15 minutes crawling around, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I could get laundry folded and it just feels like, yes, one thing I can do that I can finish and have accomplished in these otherwise days that feel pretty unproductive yeah like I don't mind the laundry I don't mind that mm-hmm. the ritual of folding and putting mm-hmm. away I like to sometimes listen to an audiobook or something so yeah. even if I didn't have time while the girls are working on stuff that's something I'll typically do like in the afternoon with an audiobook on while they're playing or mm-hmm. whatever but I don't know why it just is like I think the husband meddling in my system is part of yeah. the issue it's got to be we got to have a system here friend right and maybe maybe you could say Hey, instead of starting it the night before, will you just load it all and set it to a delayed start? Maybe Mm -hmm. that's how he can be helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe something like that. I think he also Um, has very specific ideas about what load needs to be done next based on like what t-shirt he wants clean. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It's like, no, the whites are overflowing. Can we just do that next? Yeah. Another thing that I think is helping me too is honestly just washing things, like doing smaller loads more often. I think I was waiting for all of the boys' clothes to be dirty. And then it would just be this huge load that would take longer to dry and longer to fold. And then there we don't, we're out of shorts and Mm -hmm. underwear and just this whole thing. And instead I'm washing their clothes like twice a week. And as soon as we have enough for a small to medium load of our clothes, I'm just washing it because it's just, just needing to be on top of it because I have the time to do the smaller loads and then it's quicker to fold the Mm -hmm. smaller load rather than like this huge giant. Yeah. And it gets, I think it gets cleaner and less wrinkled when you Mm -hmm. don't overstuff Mm -hmm. the washing machine in the dryer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try this. Yep. Report back the other. I think the the last thing I was going to say that I have thought about that is a little bit of advice um, from our counselor is she, we were kind of talking about just, yeah, having very little bandwidth and just finding those little things Mm -hmm. that could help. And she framed something in a way that I think of often. And she talked about the night before getting some stuff ready, like make like setting up some stuff for breakfast for myself, getting the coffee set. Mm -hmm. And she said, don't think of doing these things as I need to do it the night before because I'm so stressed out and Mm -hmm. don't have any time for myself. Instead, be really intentional and think about those things. I am taking care of myself and getting myself ready to have a great day for tomorrow, which is a small shift, but then instead it makes it a little bit joyful. Like I'm Mm -hmm. taking care of myself. And so maybe putting the laundry in the washer the night before, instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. I've got to do all this stuff and my day 
is so busy. Like I'm setting myself up for a great day tomorrow. Just as part I love of that evening routine. I just read something recently. Um, Jen Hatmaker just posted something like that on Instagram about how she has this new concept and from her therapist also about mm-hmm. um, being so kind to your morning self and your nighttime self. Oh, yes. Like treating that person like a friend because they have very, oh. they have very different needs, right? Like, yeah. and that making your bed in the morning is actually something nice to do for your tired nighttime self. Yes. And like, Ooh, I love that. you know, just, just super cute to think about. So same kind of thing. Like, you know, your morning self is going to be tired and not wanting to make a bunch of decisions. So get the coffee set, mm-hmm. light a really nice candle for your mm-hmm. morning self. Like it doesn't, you know, I just really mm-hmm. like that. I love that too. Okay, well, let me share my second system that is not working, and that is our whole situation with art and craft supplies plus mm. the uh, the addition now of homework that Same. my boys are bringing home. And so what the current situation looks like, so we have a breakfast area and a breakfast table, and that was a spot that they were sometimes using for online virtual school, but just one whole end. And sometimes it's like a quarter of the table, but then it creeps up to be, you know, <laughs> a whole half of the table is just art projects in progress, the box of crayons, the bin of markers, stacks of activity books or magazines that they get in the mail, mm-hmm. just it's just accumulates stuff. So in that breakfast area, we don't have enough wall space and space around the table for any kind of like a storage cabinet. Mm. And there are two big windows there. So we don't even have room for like a whiteboard, bulletin board, things like that. Across the room in the great room, we do have a sideboard that has pretty decent storage. And that is where I have kept all the art and craft stuff, the Play-Doh, the bins of glue and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That is in disarray, right? now. So that needs a refresh. So that's kind of part of it. And I think we just have never established well enough and gotten it organized well enough that it really stays in Mm, any mm -hmm. organization system that I have set up there. And so, and now there's the added, the addition of homework, like I mentioned, where I think for at least for Dash, it's going to be a packet of homework that comes at the beginning of the week. He's going to have spelling words. So kind of like I need a place for work in progress, active work. But like I said, I don't have a good spot right there where they're going to work on it to, you know, I Mm -hmm. I probably need something like that. Okay. I have ideas for you on this. Do you have, do you have space for like an art cart? Like a little rolling cart situation? Maybe it is pretty tight around there. There is a little bit of wall space in between the window and our big sliding glass back door. Mm -hmm. So maybe it would also depend. We have a crawling baby right now Uh, who I could see wanting to push the art cart around or get into the lower bins. What about, do you have a spot where you could most of the time store the art cart and then roll it out only when it's like time to work on things or you know, the baby's mm, no, otherwise occupied. Okay. Our, our front hall closet, that's actually another spot. If we had more time for more disorganization, <laughs> I probably should have highlighted that as well. The dumping ground for all of the toys, the sometimes board games that we recently played, 
winter hats and mittens and whatnot mm-hmm. that we don't often need a big telescope a shoe rack <laughs> where does one keep the telescope this is the thing where does <laughs> yes, one keep let me it? tell you it's taking up a lot of closet space so that like that is a closet potentially but there's not really room in there okay yeah that was my that was my go to solution. I will say something that is working good for us in homeschool too is to have mm-hmm. these little. They almost look like little skinny um, garbage cans, but they have two handles, like little plastic. Mm-hmm. They're little mm-hmm. plastic baskets, you know. But they're about okay. they're about as tall as like a folder. Okay. So my girls have in there all of their like daily things that they need. So like their journal, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. like it works in progress folder. You could keep like a homework folder in there. Just maybe even having something like that tucked maybe Mm. on the kitchen counter or even on the table, honestly, but like in the middle of the table where they each have one where that's kind of Mm. like their things that they need access to all the time, but it won't be like strewn all about the table. Right. Because I don't don't mind something on the table, but as long as it's really functioning and it's, yeah, not a big pile of stuff, but it's just, like I said, like something smaller Mm -hmm. and for active work and really functioning. The other thing would be like a little art caddy situation, like the little, right. You know, like it looks like a shower caddy. I've tried that before. My children so far are so uninterested in maintaining Mm -hmm. any kind of organization. You know, I guess it could be something maybe that I tidy at the end of the day. What's worked well so far is having separate like pencil boxes that snap and close Mm, like one mm -hmm. of crayons and one of markers that Mm -hmm. seems to keep them like that's easier for me to tidy and then put away over in the cabinet Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think I need a day and maybe now that they're at school I just need to get everything out kind of assess what we use and Mm -hmm. not use and maybe get some more little bins like that the snap and close little boxes seem to work Mm -hmm. pretty well so that's kind of what I'm thinking, but it's, it feels a little tricky. I know I get that, especially not having that wall space where you could just put like a, a cube of shelves or yes. something that might be helpful. Yes, exactly. I think that that is the tricky thing. At least we have that sideboard over there, but it would be nice if we just had something all contained right in the area where they mm-hmm. actually want to be working. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, let's, uh, let's, if we improve these areas, let's do report. Back, okay. We will. Our listeners will have, they can commiserate and maybe have some ideas for us. Okay. So finally, we each had the assignment of opening up the messiest junk drawer in our homes. And now we have to report back on what we found there. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay. So my messiest junk drawer is right underneath like our coffee station. It is a oh ours too. It, is that everyone's I junkiest drawer? It is there. Oh, so I mean, it's a designated junk drawer. Yes, for, ours for, too. For useful junk, like a scissors, a right, you know, an extra pen, whatever, batteries. But it's very wide, and I definitely know that the problem there is I need to get some organizers. I need to get said yep. bamboo organizers that are working in other drawers over there. But yep, after I go through this non-exhaustive list of random crap that was in there. Okay, here it is. I'm just going to read this list. Uh, The game Farkle and a deck of cards, which we have other places for games, so I don't know why they're in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Fishing line. Okay. From not fishing, but hanging magical Harry Potter candles from (laughs) my light fixtures. Um, Which that was quite a while ago, I think. That was. That was. (laughs) Every manual cord or writing implement ever made 
I'm pretty sure is in this drawer. <laughs> My husband is a manual hoarder. Oh no. Oh no. He loves, he actually enjoys, <laughs> he's such a nerd. He actually enjoys reading the manuals. <laughs> Just some light bedtime reading. Yeah. Like he wants to know how all of the appliances work. Like, on a deep level, he needs to understand <laughs> this. So that's gonna that's I'm gonna have to perform. There's gonna be some tough love involved in getting oh, rid yeah, of those. I think so. He can get um, those online. This is a good one. A dog diaper. <laughs> it's a, a clean didn't one. Didn't know it existed. I guess yep. it makes sense that yep. that would exist. But um, okay. D- also, don't really need one. Come to find out, I think that Miko was a lot the one peeing in the house. Oh, okay. Because now, well, and also we're home all the time. So Buddy right. doesn't really have an excuse to pee in the house. Yep. So yep. we tried it for a while. It made him very sad and embarrassed <laughs> and didn't seem to really matter. So I don't know why I still have it. I'm assuming maybe he'll need it when he gets even older. I don't know. It just you know, just hold on to the, uh-huh. It would be so much better to hold on to this one rather than buying them in the future when you need them. <laughs> this is true because who wants to buy a dog diaper? Let's be real. <laughs> um, a lighter. Okay. A, a mangled Christmas ornament made from pipe cleaner and beads. <laughs> it did not make the cut, apparently. <laughs> but you're going to keep it in the junk drawer just apparently, in case you yeah. change your mind. <laughs> um, remotes for my candles. I have some of those, like, really, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the really good yeah. battery operated candles, uh-huh. like up on high shelves and stuff. And uh-huh. the remotes for those go in there, which that could be okay. a legit place for them, sure. but not buried under the dog diaper, maybe. Uh huh. <laughs> um, a random little pumpkin carving knife that comes with. Like the set oh, right. of pumpkin carving I can items. It. I can picture it. Multiple hair ties and bows. <laughs> uh, fingernail clippers. Okay. A sewing kit. Dinosaur tattoos. Mm-hmm. And gum. And that's that's oh, not right. all. That's not it. But that's just a sampling for you. If if the apocalypse comes, you just <laughs> grab up everything in this junk drawer and yeah. and hit the road. Yeah. I mean, I will be. I think I'll be good. We will know how our refrigerator works, even though we can't use it. <laughs> oh, that is great. Okay. Tell me, uh, how likely are you to address the junk in this drawer? Are you just closing the drawer and it's just going to stay that way for the next several months? I mean, I'm more likely now that I had to say it all out loud on yeah. a podcast. That That's yep. sometimes that's why we, we, we do this podcast mostly for our own self-improvement. <laughs> Actually, (laughs) holding ourselves accountable. Yeah. Okay. So my junk drawer, very same spot underneath our coffee maker is the designated junk drawer, but we do aspire to keep it a little bit less junky. Now it is a pretty um, narrow drawer. So we've got that working for us and that it can't hold as much, I think, as your junk drawer. Yeah. Um, Ideally, what this drawer has in it would be one or two phone chargers and then our checkbook and a couple of writing implements such that we could fill out a check. Mm -hmm. I took a picture of it. Here is what actually is in my junk drawer. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I am just struck by the number of cords. That is what is jumping out at me. I don't even know what many of these cords are. It's probably from different electronic things that the boys have gotten that probably we don't even own anymore Mm -hmm. because a lot of those fall apart or they can't use them. They lose their interest and Mm -hmm. then we're like, okay, see you later. Um, I wish we had maybe one or two charge cords, but I don't know. It looks like four and they're all tangled. (laughs) There is our pencil sharpener, which this maybe is not the greatest spot for it because it's kind of bulky, but it's 
we don't have a spot to plug it in. There's not a, like another good spot to leave it plugged in all the time. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we could keep it over with the art supplies, but it ends up living in here. There's a tape that's buried in there, but that's not where I would look for the tape. So that's probably not a great spot for it. <laughs> there is a little basket that last time I organized this, there is our checkbook But then I don't think there's actually anything that you could write a check with. I see some highlighters and like (laughs) maybe a broken pencil, but you couldn't actually fill out a check with the implements in the junk drawer. So that's not really working. There's like a jumbo red crayon in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who do I make the check out to? Um, I think I see a stamp of some kind, probably like from Halloween or Mm -hmm, something. mm -hmm. And there's a little jumble of keys. We do keep our keys that open like our irrigation system. Okay. And I think that's that's what I'm seeing. So, oh, and I, I do think there's a chapstick in there, mm-hmm. um, which I would never use. So perhaps perhaps has been through the, the dryer a few times. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so way, way too many cords. I think if I cleared out the cords, this would actually look semi-organized. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we will both commit to sharing pictures of our junk drawers yes. on Instagram. Maybe yes. we could even encourage some listeners to share and yeah. we can all become accountable. And I'm just thinking, what else could I do with this junk drawer if I actually just put other things back where they belong? Oh, man. You have it's a, so much space. It's a big junk drawer. Yeah. And I have an espresso maker now, so I feel like I could have one of those little Nespresso racks like in the drawer Ooh. that keeps them organized. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Right now they're just kind of in, in you know, in a bowl on the counter, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. okay. wheels are Aspirations. turning. Wheels are yep. turning. Okay. That was a lot of organization and I think a lot more disorganization. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, welcome, friends. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we could just validate the experience of many people. Okay. Um, what are you obsessed with lately? Okay. I am obsessed with the Babysitter's Club show. Yes. On Netflix. Oh, it's so are you, cute. Are you watching it with your girls? Yes. Oh, it's so sweet. You know, they were they got into it and then I was like kind of remembering that maybe there was a little bit more grown up themes. I, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. how old I was when I read them. I couldn't remember what themes they exactly dealt with. So I was just yep. like, hey, let's just watch it together. Plus I was just like feeling really nostalgic. And I'm not a big yes. on taboo, like making shows not okay. But if I think it has right. maybe an, a, a little bit more adult theme, I just want to watch it yeah. with them so that we can talk sure. about it. Not that mm-hmm. they're not allowed to watch it. So anyways, it is delightful. I think they've yep. done such a good job of updating. Yes. Um, But also keeping so true to like the spirit of these adorable yes. friendships and like Christy still has her red yes I it's mean like, oh, yes and there's so much of that you know 80s and 90s fashion that's coming back and stuff anyways <laughs> right. so it's kind of fun kind to of see them doing all of that and like just really I'm just realizing how good I mean they've updated a few problematic things but otherwise like it was a very good um model I think of like mm-hmm. strong female friendship and like entrepreneurship and all of yeah. that even even as written because they do stay pretty true to the book so I'm just really excited about that and and they're just in middle school so they're like a step ahead of my girls mm-hmm. they're not like all the way in high school um yep. at least at the beginning of the series and so now we're getting into the books and trying to grab those from the library Aww. and because I was real sad to see that there was only one season of it because I was ready to keep yes, going with them but totally so yeah, that has been kind of fun to watch. And really, I mean, 
that is a series out of anything that I feel like really made me a reader, like made me like a voracious, like cannot get enough kind of a reader. Agree. Totally agree. Um, I watched that show and I think I talked about this on our 2020 wrap up episode, which I need to edit and get out. We had the technical difficulties oh, and yeah. then got oh, behind. Yeah. Uh-huh. But so I don't think the listeners have heard me talk about it. But that was one of my favorite shows of 2020 that I watched in the middle of the night while I was up mm. with Maeve. And it was just so nostalgic and great and like a heartwarming show. And then at the same time, I just was thinking, oh, I cannot wait to watch this one day with Maeve Mm -hmm. and maybe she'll be into the Babysitter's Club books. And anyway, it was just heartwarming in Mm -hmm. all the ways. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. I also have a television show as my obsession and I am so excited because I usually watch television shows five to 10 years after everyone else has been talking about them and raving about them. And I'm like, guys, guys, have you heard of this? Like, yeah, a decade ago, (laughs) this is actually current. We are obsessed with the Ted Lasso show. Have you seen it? No, but we don't have Apple TV and I need to just get it to watch this show again. It is 100% worth it. I think Apple TV is maybe, I don't know, four or five bucks a month. Actually, with my brand new computer, I got a free year. I was like, do you want a free year of Apple TV? I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) And I had seen a couple people mention Ted Lasso. You know, enough times we were like, okay, I've heard about this three times. Maybe I should actually check it out. Yeah. It is funny and heartwarming, but not in a cheesy way. Uh Just like, like feels like really good, but still believable, well-rounded characters. Oh, it is just such good things. It is so great. Um, There are only 10 episodes. It is approved for a second season. Thank goodness. We have made it all the way through nine. And now I feel like we're just saving the 10th one, but also so sad for it to be over. Yeah. Um, But I could just see this being a show that we could rewatch as a comfort show. It is just, it's the show that we need right now. And I'm just... I'm so glad that I've, I read an article recently about some more of these like nice guy shows. I think for a while we were very into like drama and dystopian Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. And that just wasn't what I wanted to relax with. Um, and anyway, I just love this. And I feel like a comedy too, where sometimes there's like comedy and nice guys are nice people, but they don't seem believable because they're just like too naive or ignorant. Yeah. Like a caricature. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But this one just feels like, Oh, like a real person, but that is actually just good. Good to his core. I've heard, I've heard such good things while you are there. This is a little bit more dark and dystopian, but also very intriguing. I've told you this show, check out my man, Jason Momoa in C S E E. Oh yes. You mentioned that show before. It's very intriguing premise. See what you think. They're filming the second season now. So I was fully intending on getting um, Apple TV when that is out anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll have to double up on the Ted Lasso and see season two. Yeah. And we really have not explored anywhere else in Apple TV, but I'm, I'm intrigued by several things. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so many good choices nowadays. All right. Okay. Do you have any neighborhood news to share? Um, I don't other than happening right in front of me (laughs) right now. Again, I'm on that busy street. So like Uh across the median and across into the neighborhood across the street from us, there was like, 
it was a very chaotic moving party it looked like which okay. was stressing me out like i've been watching it this whole time we're recording cuz i'm looking out my front window and there is there was like it was not a garage sale but there was like 10 to 11 vehicles pulling up some of them had oh. a trailer on them some of them was just people's car and then there was like people coming out of their out to their car with like one item and then oh, going back no. in and then there was kids like rolling around in like an office chair down the street and it seemed like a <laughs> oh, very no. disorganized moving party and it was stressing me out there was a little dog running in and out of the door i was like this is not this is not how you coordinate a move if that's what this is that does sound very stressful yeah. to witness. <laughs> yeah. Now all the cars are gone, but the garage door is still open. So I don't know if it was just like a, hey, come get what you want before we right. move situation or what, but <laughs> that's very, really funny. Very strange. <laughs> okay. Well, my neighborhood news is a little bit of an obsession too, but um, our part of Gilbert ha finally has a buy nothing Facebook group. And I have been so excited about this and making good use of it. I don't know if you've heard of these before, but there's kind of this whole big buy nothing organization. And the whole premise is, you know, uh, just sharing what you don't need with your neighbors and with your community. And then, you know, hoping for the good karma that mm -hmm. then you will bring into your life those things that you need without having to pay for it. Um, but it's great because they set it up in a pretty, you know, like a, like a smaller area. So for Gilbert, I think there are maybe three or four groups. So it's kind of a little bit more, you know, hyper local. Uh -huh. um, when I looked in, when I first heard about this, I looked into it and there wasn't one established for our area, but the, the, you know, the people of the main group were like, but you could start one and ad administer the Facebook group. And I was like, oh, I'm just not ready to take on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. And when I checked into it recently, one had sprung up. So I'm so thankful for the person who is running it. Mm -hmm. And it has just been a great way. You know, we try to get rid of stuff that we're not using. And I've just been really liking it in terms of, you know, having kind of a big stack of the boys' clothes that are still in good condition. And instead of dropping those off at Goodwill, where someone who needs them could get them but would have to buy them, mm -hmm. I can just list them and give them directly to someone who needs them. You know, that right. just feels really good. Um, and I just feel like the Facebook group works really well. You post something, post a picture, and then people are commenting. And you can, you know, then DM, here's my address. They'll just come leave it on your front porch. They'll come pick it up. And anyway, it's just been a great, it's almost experience. like, it's also almost like a easier way to get rid of things than Goodwill. Sometimes it's like oh, a whole yeah. chore just to load up oh, to Goodwill, yeah. you know? Yes. Someone just comes and picks it up and then it feels too. It feels better. I've listed things for free on Craigslist before, but I just like that this is like just my section of Gilbert. So I right. know it's kind of just like going to neighbors and it, just kind of feels easier and more direct more in that like way too. Community building. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I need to get in on this. We will have to talk yep. offline here yep. about how I, I get in be, on I this. I think group. you would be in the same group. So I will add you in there. All right. I'm in the, I'm in the border of the group. Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find us in between shows on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door, and sometimes we're popping in with Instagram lives on there. Find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. You can send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com, and you can find the show notes for this episode and all of our episodes at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. 
Did you have a chance to look in your dirtiest, your junkiest drawer? I did. <laughs> Don't even know why any of um, this is in there. Okay, that sounds really good. Um, chores are not something that I'm going to talk about. Well, that's really funny. I'm about to talk about chores, so yeah, I am. <laughs> so yeah, this is a very meta conversation. <laughs> Do you have another one? I, no, I don't have another one. <laughs> Nothing else is working. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 